0: Welcome to the New Reality Show, where you can call in live for laser coaching and engage in Q&A with Drs. Art Emrich and Christina Windsey. Discover how to master the power of your mind, body, and spiritual energies. Get empowered to create your new reality for more happiness, well-being, and success. Well, happy Friday, Doctor Art.
1: Happy Friday again to you too.
0: Yeah, Glad to be here and welcome to our viewers. You are watching or listening to New Reality Solutions with Doctor Art Emrich, and I'm Doctor Christina Winsy, and we're so happy that you've joined us, and hope you get great value from the show. Um, what we're about is offering solutions for people to uh do self care at home um things that are free that you can do to eliminate anxiety stress um all kinds of solutions uh for the the you know we've had two really horrible years we really have haven't we dr art
1: we have and i understand the next 90 days if you think this has been rough it's going to even get rougher so That's one of the reasons we're in business here is to help people over the rough spots and there'll be many to come.
0: Absolutely. We really uh, want to be able to help as many people as possible. So we always offer free solutions that uh, we have handouts and uh, you can get them by email from us. Um, And so, you know, we're we're just really glad you've tuned in so that you can do better self-care at home and have solutions you might not have thought of because we have between us about a hundred years of experience working with people. Oh my we do. gosh.
1: <laughs> <We do. laughs>
0: it's a lot of time that we've been helping people and we love it and it's uh, what drives us. So I do want to say this is a call-in show and if you would like to join the conversation or get laser coaching from one of us, if you have a, something that you need help with, uh, nobody's gonna know who you are. You don't have to give your name or you can give a fake name. And mm-hmm. uh, you would dial uh, in the US. And Thomas, if you'd put those numbers up. So in the US, it's toll 31888 627 6008. And if you're dialing from outside the US, it's direct 1 744. Four eight three one, And last but not least, before we get started, uh, we really want to thank our subscribers. Mm. Um, Um. Our subscribers are faithful to us. They love our show and they help us keep the lights on. So uh, Thomas is going to show you where on our show page, if you get value out of this show and you would like to be a subscriber, we so welcome it, and we are so grateful for it. So um, just click there as it shows on the screen, and if you're listening instead of watching, go ahead and go to our show page where you tuned in in the first place, and you can see a little, um, a little link. It says click here. So with that, um, our topic this week is about random acts of kindness, And how, what a difference that makes in your life and everyone else's. So I'm going to let you uh, start though, Dr. Art, with your tip of the week, which I look forward to all the time.
1: Well, I hope so. Uh, Keeping with our one word uh, topic, uh, the topic this week is future. Um, I, I love the future. Uh, I'll never live there, and it will always be right beyond my reach here, but I'm always excited about how wonderful it's going to be. So I ran into an article, and I want to go through this really fast. I'm going to be reading a lot of these so that you won't be blindsided by what's coming at you a million miles an hour right now, and just to be aware of it. Um, so here we go. Strap in your seat belts. Auto repair shops are going to go away. Uh, Electric cars um, have uh, about uh, 20 parts to them. Uh, Regular uh, gasoline engines, the cars have 20,000 parts. So, obviously, a lot less to keep up with and keep track of. Gas stations are going to go away. Um, They say that a baby born this year will see personal cars only in a museum. Uh, Software is going to disrupt most of the traditional industries in the next five to 10 years. Uber is a software tool. They don't own any cars. Uh, They're the biggest taxi company in the world. Airbnb, biggest hotel company in the world. They don't own any hotels. So that's an example of how software can invade an industry and absolutely change it around. Uh, Young lawyers already are having a hard time finding jobs because IBM's Watson can get you legal advice much faster and and much more accurately than if it's done by attorneys. Watson, the IBM uh, computer, is helping nurses diagnose cancer, four times more accurate. Facebook, pattern recognition for faces that can recognize them better than humans. Um, In 2030, computers will become more intelligent than humans. Autonomous cars, they're just starting out. Autonomous trucks, I guess, will be first, the long haulers. There'll be no drivers in them. Cities will change because you don't have to live in one anymore. You can uh, you can live wherever you want to live and uh, get an autonomous car to take you to work. Uh, most car companies will doubtless become bankrupt, the ones we know now, and there'll be new ones taking their place. Um, insurance companies, massive trouble because they won't have accident insurance. Uh, If they do, it'll be 100 times cheaper than it is now. Um, Real estate will change because you can commute. You can live farther away. Electric cars, mainstream. 3D printing. Price of the cheapest one came down from $18,000 to $400 within 10 years. Um, uh, Airplane spare parts, already 3D printing in remote airports. Um, 3d scanning and the phones are going to have 3d scanning in china there is a 3d printed and built complete six-story office building by 2027 10 percent of everything that's being produced will be 3d printed
0: i want to interrupt you and find out if we're going to get replicators
1: I hope not. I hope we're unique in all the world and we oh, will remain that way. Yeah,
0: do you know what a replicator is?
1: No, <laughs> I thought ah, something no. to replicate us. No,
0: mean. no, from Star Trek. Replicators oh, oh. can make food, they can make uh, musical whatever, instruments, right? they Anything. can make whatever you need.
1: Yeah, plenty of atoms available. All you have to do is organize them in the right way. So,
0: so how so. is this a tip of the week? That's where the, I'm, I'm getting a little lost.
1: The last little bit is business opportunities. If you think you want to go into a business, first ask yourself, in the future, do I think we will really have that? If it doesn't work with your telephone, forget it. Uh, work, 70% of the jobs will disappear in the next 20 years. Agriculture, robots of the future, you can uh, be a small a farmer and never have to get in the field anymore, have a robot go out and do the work. The tip of the week about future is just um, open your mind to the fact that as you look around and as you get used to the way life is right now, um, don't get uh, blindsided by the fact that things are changing in, in areas that we don't even know of until the last minute. And all of a sudden we're told, This is obsolete and this is being replaced and whatever. I just wanted people to have a tip of the week to open your eyes, open your ears, open your mind, really, to the fact that things are changing in ways Mm -hmm. that we don't even have any idea about. And don't be the last to find out because it'll be too shocking by that time.
0: (laughs) You know, it's fascinating how much has happened just in my lifetime and in your lifetime. Yeah. Um I think we're about 20 years apart you and I. Right. And so you've got even more of a shift from where you were when you were born to what's happening now must be mind boggling. Yeah. I know it is it, for it me. Is.
1: <laughs> My mind is boggled most of the time, yes. So <laughs> I uh, I really want people to to uh, to not have that happen and be uh shocked disappointed whatever Mm. by the fact that uh this was in the making probably many years and we just weren't privy to the information and all of a sudden it hits and and we're kind of like why am i the last to know here and Mm. so i wanted everybody just be alert be alert here be alert
0: absolutely well Mm -hmm. you know on that note i'm going to get a little woo-woo and say i I also believe that within a short period of time, and I can't give a time frame, but I do believe we're going to meet people from other planets.
1: Oh, I do, too. I'm convinced yeah. of it. Yeah. I, this is not my home planet. I tell my clients that all the time. <laughs> I'm just visiting here trying to do too. a little bit of good. Me, too. And, but this is not really my home, and I don't know where it is, but um, I'm hoping that my people will rescue me at some point here.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's a crazy world. But, but I really uh, I
1: think that's true. I, hopefully in my lifetime, I, I would love to know that I'm addressing uh, an extraterrestrial. I think that would be fabulous.
0: It would be. It would be. I. I we can't possibly be the only only life in the galaxy and the universe it's vast and there have to be others. So uh, Mm -hmm. this, we, we know, I, I truly believe it. Well, on that note, we're going to go to our topic, which Mm -hmm. is random acts of kindness and how it benefits you. It benefits the person you're, you're doing the act for. And Someone observing a random act of kindness also gets benefit. Think about Mm -hmm. when you're watching a show where someone is doing something loving or kind, or people are kissing or hugging or a family is uh, connecting. And, you know, if you're a feeling person, which most people are, it really touches your heart Mm -hmm. and you are actually getting physiological changes and feeling good because of mirror neurons in your brain. You're seeing something that somebody else is doing, but it's triggering the same neurons in your brain. Yeah. And therefore, you get all the same benefits.
1: It's and just to cool. start with, I'd like to uh, uh, define this uh, topic. Uh, random act of kindness is defined as an unexpected act of charity or helpfulness and is often done for a stranger. Uh, The term random acts of kindness is generally attributed to Ann Herbert, who wrote, practice random acts of kindness and senseless acts of beauty on a restaurant napkin placemat. So um, I I couldn't get a date on it. I don't know when Ann did that, but uh, thanks to Ann Herbert for our Uh, term that we're using tonight,
0: random acts of kindness. Very wonderful. Yeah. Um, There is a gentleman named Leon Logathitis who actually wrote a book on kindness and went around the world. He had been a, I believe he had been a stockbroker. He had made a ton of money and decided that he was going to quit the rat race and go around the world. Doing kindnesses and hmm. uh, helping people who really deserved it, and he went around the world with a camera person and no special equipment other than this camera person. In fact, he didn't have reservations he didn't go in the lap of luxury. he counted on the people he he was finding people by approaching them and saying. Um, you know, asking them a question and getting to know them and saying, listen, I have nowhere to stay. Could I possibly stay with you? And inevitably, there would be a few who would say no, but the person who said yes, he would get to know them. And it it was uncanny, actually, I mean, made a lot of sense that Mm. he was guided to people who needed Mm. help and were givers. He was guided to people like um, an, I believe it was an uh, optometrist or um, he was doing uh, operations on people who were going blind and they had a, a clinic and needed more funding. I mean, all kinds of things. He had people who were homeless and who were, or who had very, very humble lodgings and they would bring him and allow him to stay comfortably in their bed mm. and this was in many different countries it was mm. just uh, he's done I think two documentaries and um amazing just amazing mm. so uh he got high on doing random acts of kindness
1: yeah that would be that would be easy to do with that kind of experience And um uh... I found something that I thought was interesting. A lot of people uh, have a very adverse reaction to the to the word random. They said, I, I don't understand why this is random. And so the suggestion was made, what if we called it spontaneous acts oh. of kindness or, or impulsive uh, acts of kindness? But the main thing is that um, it's... Um, uh we're moved to act um, on an impulse in the moment freely, particularly that we're moved to do something for somebody without any thought of receiving something in return. and And so that makes it a, a little bit unique and uh, and I have a uh, I have some reassurance for people who can't imagine doing anything without... Something in return. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. But the whole idea is that you're you're not expecting the person to reciprocate in any way. You're just doing it because you see a need and you feel it. And it might kind of go along with the treat others like as you would have them treat you, kind of, you know, the the golden rule. So um, there's a precedent for it being one of the healthiest things we can do. And a real uh, massive disappointment of the fact that we would even have a program to tell people about this, you know, that it would be so <laughs> so widespread that people say, well, sure, of course, there's always random acts of kindness. I do them every day or every um, many times a day. So anyway, it's... Well, uh, oh,
0: I think there are a lot of people who do kindnesses, but they just don't talk about it.
1: Well, I, I know... Also- there may yeah. be some that don't even realize that what they did was a random act of kindness. They just think, well, I, I was just doing what I do. I mean, that would not right. you can't classify it that way. You know?
0: Right. So, yeah. So. I, I think it's just something that moves a person. Um, you mm-hmm. know, it, it, you see something that needs fixing and the good news is a lot of us want to help. We want to mm-hmm. make things better for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And, um, i think it's it's a human nature that we care about each other although uh, i mean certainly there are people that don't there are people that are narcissistic that are very self-focused um but i i would have to say in general the people that that i meet and um i i want to hope that the majority of humankind are people who care about people Mm -hmm. and um You know, um, we were talking, I think, the other week about uh, hurt people hurt people. And so um, there there are those people who've been so hurt, it's hard for them to not hurt others and to Mm -hmm. even think about being kind. Mm -hmm. But again, I think the majority of human beings really care about the rest of of our our, um, humanity. Mm -hmm. um there are a lot of reasons that i wrote down uh you probably have some of these yourself but i found these on the internet um that when you perform an act of kindness it increases your love hormone oxytocin Mm -hmm. and so um That increases your self-esteem, your optimism, and just a feeling of goodness. You know, when you're in love or when you love someone, and that oxytocin, which is a a hormone, um, it is affecting you in a positive way physiologically. Giving to others reduces depression and improves your sense of well-being. You know, uh, one of the the most common advice when you're depressed or self-focused and can't seem to get out of your way is to go and help somebody else. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, it takes your mind off of you, put your mind on somebody else's need, and before you know it, some of those hormones are kicking in and you're going, "Well, life isn't so bad." So it's a good way to get rid of uh, depression and improve your sense of well-being and that life is good. Helping others is good for your heart. Performing acts of kindness lowers cortisol, so it reduces the stress hormone. And helping others has been shown to protect against heart disease and reduce inflammation of C-reactive protein, which is uh, associated with inflammation. Um, it, It creates a helper's high uh, stimulates the brain reward centers. So you also have involvement with, uh, dopamine and serotonin. Uh, so you, and those are very addictive hormones. Uh, we do a lot of things for dopamine and serotonin. It lowers your blood pressure giving to others, uh, as, as, uh, has been shown to lower blood pressure and, uh, Produces a chem. Oh, it's repeating the oxytocin, but the oxytocin dilates the blood vessels, Mm -hmm. so that's part of why your blood pressure lowers. It reduces pain. Engaging in acts of kindness actually produces endorphins. So now you've got um, a uh, uh, a hormone that is a painkiller like opioids, but natural. Body made opioid, endorphin, um, the brain's natural painkiller. And people who volunteer and who do acts of kindness experience fewer aches and pains. It increases your happiness and um, emotional well being. In the Journal of Psychology, found that people who performed kindness activities for seven days saw a boost in happiness. And uh, gratitude it, it gives you a sense of gratitude that you are in a position to help somebody and increases your lifespan. Holy moly, lots of reasons to uh, to do these acts of kindness, but yeah. the one thing that they say that is most important is to be consistently doing acts of kindness mm-hmm. and the more you do it, the more you benefit.
1: That list that you that you just read, I, I think would be uh, great for people who say, well, I, if I'm not going to get any benefit from it, see, I, I have a theory that says that we don't engage in a behavior without doing a cost-benefit analysis. Hmm. And if the cost is more than the benefit, then, then we, we don't engage in it. So if you had something with zero benefit, then we probably would never do it. So what I'm thinking is that these benefits, the interesting thing about the ones that you read, they don't come from the person you did the act of kindness for. Mm-hmm. They, they don't come from any person, even. They, they come from uh, changing the environment that you live in. And, mm-hmm. and that's the return is a very circuitous route. But there is a there is a payoff uh as, as a with every action there's a as an equal and opposite reaction i guess we we learned in physics but this thing is when you do a, a random act of kindness um there is going to be a return uh to you for doing that but don't expect it from the person you're kind to or from any person at all
0: mm-hmm.
1: that it will accrue to you in a different
0: way Mm-hmm. yeah yeah no yeah, that's very 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 true Um, the other thing is that, um, it increases your sense of, um, connectedness Mm -hmm. with people. You know, it, it creates a feeling of social ties and we are gregarious human beings. Mm -hmm. We are gregarious as our nature. We like to be in groups, Mm -hmm. Uh, not everybody, but, uh, in general, one of the biggest, uh, causes early death, of depression, is a feeling of abandonment, loneliness, uh, being disconnected from your group. And this is why the pandemic had such a far-reaching effect on people. Isolation is, this is why isolation is a form of uh, rehabilitation, supposedly, in prisons and and, you know prisoners of war being put into isolation it's uh on the one hand you know uh isolation can be therapeutic in that it gives you that space but if it's chosen isolation Mm. not when it's enforced isolation and so when when you have that time to just be with yourself that's very important and uh solitude you know but um but we are people that need connection and when you're doing an act of kindness you are connecting deeply compassionately with somebody else and it really is uh just a wonderful thing
1: yeah scott adams has a a saying here that he says remember there is no such thing as a small act of kindness every act creates a ripple with no logical end so I think that ripple effect is that you you do something for someone, they feel better, they're liable to go out and do some kindness for someone else who then will in turn do that, and it just kind of spreads out from mm-hmm. your beginning. Um, or maybe you're part of the ripple. Maybe you did it because somebody did something for you. I'm I'm uh, maybe at my age or something, I don't know what it is, but I get lots of random acts of kindness of people holding doors open for me, and I, I, I love it. It's really... Nice, but I, I don't know what, what it is they it prompts them to do that. But it's got me holding doors open for other people, that <laughs> so just to pay, play it forward, you know, uh, play it forward. And, and uh.
0: well, I think I think um, in general when we see someone with white hair mm-hmm. who has lived uh, a long life. Uh, there's a respect that goes with that and there's a desire to oh, hold the door for you. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, uh, you've earned it.
1: <laughs> well, really, really nice. I, I, I feel like a, a very appreciative beneficiary, but yeah, good, good random acts of kindness.
0: That's awesome. Well, the other thing too, Dr. Art though, is that you are extremely kind. You are a giver. You are um in my opinion, you're a treasure. So.
1: Well, thank you very much. I feel <laughs> the same about you, too. <laughs> Good.
0: That's why we're doing this show together, because we have a, yeah. a mutual appreciation society here, right. um, and we want to pass it on. Um, yeah, so I actually got a list of... Um, of different ways to do acts of kindness. I'd be happy to email it to anybody who wants, and I'll give you our email at the end of the show. But there's, uh, you may be distant from people that you want to give uh, an act of kindness to, and there are suggestions too for um, acts of kindness from afar. You can reach out to a loved one. Uh, checking in with friends and family just to let them know you're thinking of them. And this was actually from an article that was written during the pandemic and people couldn't actually get together. Uh, You could praise a local business, go on Google and do a review or go on their website and do a review. Mm -hmm. Um, That is doing an act of kindness. It really is. Uh, if, If you appreciate the business send a thank you email to a colleague you know um when i was younger uh and i still have them i got these um uh, fake checks that are the um the million a million thanks and you're paying people a million thanks and you <laughs> sign it and you send it off and you you say what it's thank you for but it's a way of uh, giving thanks to oh, people. Mm-hmm. And I also had hug coupons. Oh, and great. you could give somebody a hug coupon.
1: Right. <laughs> oh, um, nice. yeah.
0: And then uh, it, it says, if you have room in your budget, consider paying for another customer's coffee or meal next time you're at a drive through And this actually started in 2020, December 2020. A Dairy Queen customer who did his spark, who did this, sparked a chain reaction leading to more than 900 cars of customers covering each other's meals in Minnesota. It shows how one small act of kindness can snowball into something larger that makes everyone's day just a little bit brighter.
1: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, uh, there was a comedian on that said he was in one of those lines and the. The uh, person said, uh, oh, there's no charge for your Coke. The person ahead of you paid for it, uh, and, and they were hoping you'd pass it on. And he looked in his rearview mirror, and there's a, an SUV back there that's filled with a boys' baseball team. And he oh. said, no way, I'm paying that $40 for my Coke, so I'm getting out of line right now, and I'll be back later. Thanks for the Coke, and he, d- he drove up, you know. So yeah. sometimes that's really funny, but um, yeah, I've heard of those things getting started in, in, uh, in drive-throughs where, where somebody will just pay for the next, uh, yeah, pay for the next one. So just yeah. uh, very, very cool. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Very cool. Well, I just want to do a station break. We're at the half hour. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you're listening, if you've just tuned in, you're listening to New Reality Solutions with Dr. Art Emrich, and I'm Dr. Christina Winzey. We're all about practical, free solutions that can help you to have a better life, whether it's to help you with anxiety, stress, depression. Um, we have been helping people one-on-one for many years and we really wanted to uh, extend our help through this show to as many people as possible. So if you're watching this and uh, you would like to join the conversation or if you would like some assistance, if you'd like laser coaching, we invite you to call in and in the United States you can dial toll free 888-627-6008. If you're outside the US, you would dial direct one 744 4831. And um, please stay till the end of the show because we will give you our email so that you can get our handout if you want it. It's a list of different random acts of kindness to get you started on some great ideas. uh, I have have
1: two more that I'd like to add to that. Um, I found one called 52 Random Acts of Kindness that you can do as a family. Mm-hmm. that I thought was kind of an interesting approach. So these 52. And then I found another one on something called the Bucket List Journey. It's 75 random acts of kindness ideas. And and they're um, it's just amazing how if you look around and think of what are some of the nice things you could do for somebody that are quick, they don't cost anything. And these people, if you want to know some that you can do, all you have to do is put random acts of kindness in your search engine, it'll mm-hmm. it'll bring you back ten pages of mm-hmm. these uh, these lists and things that you can that you can go. There's some that you can do um, uh, for family, and others you can do for uh, use around the office. Uh, some that in your church, uh, some of them uh, with your neighbors uh, in your neighborhood. I mean, they're in categories. Some of the lists are, are organized that way. And they're just very, very powerful ideas of things that you could you could do very quickly mm-hmm. and easily for people.-: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I have here quite a few that are um, that I wrote down. The ones that I was listing before were ones that you could do without physically being there,
1: so oh, that you know yeah. because it, they
0: were listed during the pandemic.
1: Because uh, people
0: couldn't get together, but you can still use them now. I mean, sending a note, a, a thank you note, uh, anything you can do from a distance that uh, that makes someone feel better. Uh, it's it doesn't matter. You know, just saying something kind on the Internet, on your social media, uh, praising someone. And um Yeah. There's just there's just so many things that you can do from a distance now that we live online.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel
0: like I feel like I live through my computer a lot
1: of the time. <laughs> yeah, <too>. yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, um,
1: there's there's some of them that uh, things that you can do like hold an elevator door for somebody uh, or a, or a, 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 any kind of a door, mm-hmm. give a stranger a compliment. Um, help somebody put groceries in their car. So, so many of them, if you don't act right, then the moment's over, you know, so it, it's just about attuning yourself, look for opportunities where right then you could be of service to somebody. And if you waited five minutes that the, the, it would be gone, you know, so mm-hmm. it, it's really is a, a spontaneous kind of an action that you would do.
0: Well, when you're in the grocery store and you have a full cart, and someone behind you has one thing of milk,
1: mm, let mm-hmm. them go ahead
0: of you. Yeah,
1: uh-huh. yeah, yeah, and
0: and you know, I've I've offered, and there are sometimes people say, no, I'll just wait. Yeah, and it's there funny. are people
1: who just yeah, they don't wanna, yeah. don't want to take you up on it. That yeah. that was a question that that I was uh, interested in. W- why would somebody say I I don't want to do random acts of kindness because maybe the person wouldn't understand and they would think oh you're just doing that so i'll do something for you or you want something from me and you're trying to get on my good side or something and and all the, the reasons they gave and they said you know i'm afraid that says more about the suspicious world we live in mm-hmm. than anything else because that is not natural human nature that we're mm-hmm. just not built to be that that uh suspicious of everything that happens you know that we're we're we've learned to close ourselves up to things like that
0: well and you know there there are certain acts of kindness that uh can't be mistaken for wanting something in return Mm -hmm. as you said uh, help somebody get their groceries into the car you're not Mm -hmm. asking them for anything you're just helping them Mm -hmm. um but i I can see uh, there are certain things that can be misinterpreted, mm-hmm. but um, but it is, we do have a suspicious world. We have a very, there's loads of disinformation going on all over the place yeah, out there. Really mm-hmm. So I think that it's a very difficult time not to misinterpret. Um, you know, uh, people are trying very hard to know what's true, what's not true what do I think about this and that and the other thing? We're having a very rough time as a society, as a world. And so, um, yeah, you bring up a good point, though. That's, that's really, uh, it's, it's a comment on, on what we've been taught to think.
1: One of the things that i found also, it says that the reason that you might um, might not want to either do or receive is our own insecurity, lack of self-esteem, lack of self-love, our own doubts, and our own inadequacies may keep us from participating in in either giving or receiving random acts of kindness.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I I think there are people that might think they're not good enough for what they what they want to do to help somebody may yeah. not be appreciated, and so they so hold it back. I can't do
1: anything important enough to, you know, yeah. that, that was too, too insignificant, you know. And, and the point, I think all the articles that I've said, there is no such thing as something that is insignificant. When you're mm-hmm. doing a random act of kindness, it did not have to be a gigantic thing. Just a exactly. tiny little helping somebody's life to be a little bit easier, a little bit better than it would have been without it.
0: You know, and that brings up a really important point because it's an act of kindness to help someone who doesn't feel like they're making enough of a contribution or that Mm -hmm. they have value to help them feel good about themselves. Mm -hmm. And um, it was Mary Kay Ash of the Mary Kay Company, who's famous for saying to her uh, Mary Kay ladies, shall we call them, um, that everyone has on their forehead written, make me feel important. And mm-hmm. when you do that, you are being kind and you are helping people to feel good about themselves. And that mm-hmm. is an act of kindness. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think we suffer from that a lot as, um, y- you know, one of the biggest things that I run into in coaching uh, is People who don't feel they're worthy or good enough, or, um, yeah, it's pretty rampant. And we have to, uh, remember to support each other in, uh, just the small things mm-hmm. say thank you, say please, all of those, those little things and say, mm-hmm. you know, I really appreciated what you did. In fact, m- my mother was, um, really the one that taught me that appreciation is one mm-hmm. of the best mm-hmm. things you can ever do for somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, don't it, I'm sure you know that people will stay in a job that they're not making as much money as they want if they're feeling that they belong and they're appreciated. Mm-hmm
1: and And most people quit their boss, not their job <laughs> right. so right. so if you're a boss, re- realize the power that you have over somebody's feelings of self-worth and mm-hmm. and a compliment uh, just goes a long, long way a compliment and, yeah, and some of the things on the list, I always mean, said, smile at somebody. Say mm-hmm. good morning to somebody that you don't know, you know and so. Um, these are just very quick flash, you know, boom. And you're walking by somebody on the street. You just smile and nod your head to them and and go right on. You don't even have to slow down. Mm -hmm. But they have been acknowledged. Um, One of the uh, terrible things that uh, this energetic seer that I've uh, worked with out in uh, Ashland, Oregon, um, said that we suffer from um, not being seen that's the most prevalent thing that we, that we uh, suffer. And he said, the ones who really have it are the, the street people who are the beggars who are out, you know, um, and, and a thousand people may walk by. And if you ask them later, did, did you see that person? They say, no, I didn't. I'm sorry, I didn't, mm-hmm. didn't even recognize. So they get ignored and, and that creates a desperate need for recognition. And so his his answer to that is to send the message, "I see you," mm-hmm. and you can do that with a nod or a smile or or a word or anything, you know, d- just to let the person know that, oh, I must exist because somebody <laughs> somebody just acknowledged my presence in the in the universe, you know. And without it, have uh, you heard people say, "Well, I felt like I was a ghost, or uh, I must have been invisible; nobody even knew I was there," you know. And so that's a, that's a verbalization of this need for recognition that we, Mm -hmm. that we just want some acknowledgement. Hey, I'm, I'm here. Does anybody see me at all? You know, does anybody know that I'm here? Um,
0: Absolutely. Uh, You know, um, one of the things that is, is really uh, unfortunate Mm -hmm. is when we minimize ourselves Mm -hmm. or our accomplishments or who we are, uh, because of that feeling of not being enough because Mm -hmm. of feeling like we're not really seen and it it causes us to hide even more. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, it's, it's really strong. And, and I think the, the other piece of random acts of kindness is the kindness you do to yourself. Mm -hmm. Because while you're busy helping others, you can lose yourself in it. So that um you lose your boundaries. You know, we're not saying to perform acts of kindness when you yourself are in a a desperate situation or Mm -hmm. don't have much to give. It it, you you can always smile, you can always say Mm -hmm. something nice, but it's very important that you do acts of kindness for yourself, Mm -hmm. self-care, self-support, mentally, emotionally. Things like that are very important because yeah. uh, you deserve kindness just as yeah. much as the person you're doing a kindness for.
1: Well, it's interesting. I was coaching a, a, a woman today who called to see about making an appointment, and she wasn't sure whether she was going to or not. And she said, the, the reason is I had such an, a horrible, horrible childhood. Mm. It was, um, uh, you know, uh, abusive parents, uh, drug addicts, alcohol, uh, and, and uh, physical, mental, emotional abuse and, and things going on. And um, mm-hmm. they said, I, I, you know, I'm paying a price for that because that's just the way I grew up. And I said, here's something you can do right away. And this is a, I hadn't thought of it at the time as a random act of kindness. So it's, it's not really very random. But I said, if you have a good imagination, just close your eyes and imagine that you're going back to your two-year-old self and saying, uh, hey, me, uh, I'm from the future. I'm you, and I'm back here for a couple of reasons. One is I want you to see that we made it, that, that it worked out okay, because I'm here. I'm, I'm living proof that, that uh, this, is, this too will pass, but it's going to be rough, and you're not going to get some of the things that you desperately need and deserve. And so I am here to give that to you. I'm going to be your coach. I'll be your advisor. I'll be your friend. I will care for you. I will answer any questions you have. And I will return periodically and visit with you just to let you know that this is going to go on up until the time you're about 10 years old. I'm going to continue these visits um, and uh, just get used to the idea that I'll be coming back. That is one of the most profound changes Mm -hmm. because what's happening is as you do that, the earlier you is re-experiencing in a very much more productive way all the stuff that you went through without any help. Now they're getting help with it. And this is changing them at the time, which is also changing you right now. (laughs) And you can almost feel the changes occurring in your life as this person's self-esteem grows, their self-image is improving, and, and they're not feeling abandoned or isolated or, or you know, like they're, they're uh, just in this all, all by themselves. So that is a, a type of um, uh, re- regression, uh, but, but you do it whenever you want to, anytime, and just go back and visit your little self. And, I love that. Uh, And be a caring a caregiver for that person.
0: Yeah, uh, the way that I do it with my clients is um, to, yes, remind them to to, when you go back to the child Mm -hmm. um, to say, I know that your parent, whichever parent was the abuser or whichever situation it was, um, was not there for you or did Mm -hmm. such and such, Mm -hmm. but I'm your parent now. And I'm going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to help you through this. And, uh, yeah. yeah. It's so. profound,
1: the differences that it can make over time. If you keep those visits up, that little person uh, that's becoming you has just a whole different experience than you did about mm-hmm. that whole period of their life. And you can change it so dramatically for them that just your presence is a present for them.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah yeah you know it um it's interesting cuz in nlp as you know there there is this um uh process for rewriting your history mm-hmm. and it actually changes the brain and
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know uh, so uh while it sounds kind of Well, you know, so I'm going back to my childhood and I'm taking care of my inner child. But but it's way more than that. It really is changing how you experienced your life. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Very cool.
1: Yeah. Really good stuff. Well, I have have another uh, note thing called doctor's nutrition. And it's the health benefits. And this is the kind of things that, you know, if you want to know what you're going to get out of it, you talk about oxytocin, um, helping others is good for the heart, reduces depression, improves the sense of well-being. It can give, most people have heard of the runner's high. There's a helper's high that you can get on. Studies have shown that putting uh, the well-being of others before our own without expecting anything in return or, what is called being altruistic, stimulates the brain's reward centers. These feel good chemicals flood our system, producing a sort of helper's high. So, volunteering has been shown to, uh, to uh, minimize stress, improve depression. Uh, the same activity can reduce the risk of uh, cognitive impairment, even help us uh, to live longer. One reason for this, experts say, is because kindness contributes to our sense of community and belonging. Studies have found that a physical contribution to a healthy, longer life um, lowers your blood pressure, uh, reduces pain, increases happiness, increases your lifespan. Uh, They've done people 55 and older who volunteer. For two or more organizations have an impressive 44% lower likelihood of dying early. And and that's after reducing every other contributing factor that might be involved in that. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are statistical things about, and mental health. And this has to go back with these feel-good biochemicals of serotonin and dopamine, in addition to the oxytocin, which is the, the love, the love chemical. They're neurotransmitters. Uh, fascinating if you want to look them up on online, you know, the things you can learn. Um, one of the things that I give all of my uh, clients, and, and please do this for yourself, this is a random act of kindness you can do, twice a day for a couple of minutes, just hold your hands up over your head like that. What's been found, and we don't know why yet, is that causes these feel-good biochemicals to flood all through your system. And mm-hmm. it's called the winner's pose because what well, you see on TV and somebody just won and, yay, I won, you know, and the arms go up like that. And so uh, the, the person who wrote about it, Amy Cuddy, and she's got a fabulous uh, uh, thing on, on YouTube. She did a TED Talk on it. hmm she went around the world asking people if w- you just won something, uh, a physical contest of some kind, and it was on TV, and you wanted to let the whole TV audience know how you felt at that moment. What would you do? Couldn't say anything because you know it was, you're out on the on the track or wherever it is, on the pole vault or the javelin throw or anything. And so she said these people would just spontaneously go like that. But here's the interesting thing. She said. I even interviewed blind people, and they did that, and they've never even seen it before. And so Uh. it must be pre-wired into our neurology somehow that when you you win, you do something with at least one hand and maybe both hands. So twice a day, a couple of minutes, you can jump around if you want to and say, I won, I won, but you don't have to do that. (laughs) All you have to do is get your hands up and that will flood your your system with the uh, with the feel good biochemicals and it changes your brain it changes your sense of well-being in the moment and it will last for hours after that too so
0: that reminds me of a very wise mentor of mine actually she was my guru when i was mm-hmm. in my late late teens early 20s mm-hmm. and she used to say guys If you're feeling down, jump up and down, repeat positive words, whatever you have to do, just jump up and down. And, um, so, yeah, I think that that is really, um, you know, that's changing your physiology, changing your, your physical, um whether you're sitting, then stand, if you're standing, then uh, run, you know, I mean, whatever you can Mm -hmm. do to change Change your state. Yeah, Mm yeah, yeah, very powerful, very important. And I think it's that we have to remember these things at the time that we need them. Yeah, and uh, and so I like your idea of doing that twice a day, just because. Just as but a I, practice,
1: you know, you don't yeah. have to wait, anything. You just do it as part of your uh, getting up and the part of your going to bed routine. You know, you yeah. just do that for a minute or two.
0: Well, I want to bring up another reason, uh, uh, another big reason to do random acts of kindness, mm-hmm. and to also do what Doctor Art just suggested, and that is that when you are looking to improve your life, have more success. Um, You know, we've talked a lot about the law of attraction on this show and Mm. the law of attraction responds to your vibration, the frequency that you are emitting and your heart and your feeling nature is what emits the vibration or the frequency that the law of attraction picks up and brings back the same to you. So Mm -hmm. when you are doing kind things, when you are being excited and winner, like Mm -hmm. a winner and feeling great, you are creating the vibration that the law of attraction says, they're happy. They're grateful. They're excited. They won and I'm going to bring them more of what they want Mm -hmm. to them. And, um, It's just a very powerful way to stay in that positive state that is much more attractive for the good that you want in your life, rather than uh, being down and and attracting what you don't want.
1: Yeah, we're very slowly, uh, I think, but surely uh, learning how to use this quantum universe that we're that we live in, and we're made out of little quantum particles. We'll never live in that small universe, but we're finding out that it has rules, um, but they're quite different rules, and one of them uh, that um I think you may have been describing i don't know is called quantum entanglement that you are entangled with e- everything that you engage together with another person and that you become quantum entangled. I guess Dr. Chris and I are about as entangled as you can get <laughs> I mean, we've been doing so many things together but but it is uh, a um uh, a phenomenon that seems to, uh, to happen. And they, they've done experiments all the way down to the subatomic particle level to show that, um, these, that's this raising your energy, uh, vibration level, um, causes different energy radiations to go out, which act as invitations and bring back that same thing to you. So if you're sending out anger and, and frustration and, uh, and, uh, Uh, negative emotional energy uh, that's the uh, magnetic uh, invitation that you're sending out and guess what the universe has got plenty of that and it'll just bring it right bring you back more so Mm -hmm. so be careful what you're thinking and feeling because you really are radiating that to the universe whether you meant to or wanted to or intended that that's what's happening and the faster we learn i think about how to use the, uh, the mechanics of the universe we live in. And at least if you don't use them, at least don't do something stupid that will, <laughs> that will uh, interfere with your happiness. Um, and, and certainly it's easy enough to, uh, to think kind thoughts. And uh, the, the, uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton, um, my guru for all things living, uh, mm-hmm. gratitude. An attitude of gratitude is the most powerful thing you can do for yourself because it changes your uh, blood chemistry. Yes. And that means 50 trillion cells get to live in a better uh, medium uh, because you change the medium to one of of, uh, thankfulness and gratitude, and that's the best they'll ever know. And so Mm -hmm. the more you can use that, the better your physical uh, framework is going to work.
0: Absolutely. Well, that's, that's so powerful. And, you know, we hope that you've gotten some benefit from this show. Mm -hmm. We hope that you uh, uh, will look up on the internet uh, ways to perform random acts of kindness, you know, ideas for random acts of kindness. We hope you'll be consistently performing random acts of kindness because it's good for you. It's good for them. And it's good for the people knowing that it's been done and it's good for the world. It's just yeah. plain good. And so, as handouts,
1: I do have this uh, Waterford uh, 52 uh, random acts you can do as a family and the bucket list um, uh, journey, the 75 uh, acts of Kindness, of, and, and there are many, many lists, but those two I've printed and be happy to send you as a as a handout if you'd like those.
0: Well, great. So Thomas, if you would show our email for those who are watching, and I will say it for those who are listening, it's contact show at gmail.com. That's the word contact N is in Nancy, R is in Rachel, show at gmail.com. And we will be happy to send you our handouts. Mm-hmm. So um, I think we did it. We did another whole Friday night. And before you know it, the time is gone. It's
1: already gone. We're just getting warmed up here.
0: I know. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you'll become a subscriber. We appreciate you for um, just being who you are and being one of our audience. So have a great week, everybody.
1: See you next week.
0: Thanks for joining us. If you've enjoyed this show, please consider being a supporter. You can find that on our show page. Tune in every Friday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, and find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash new reality show for announcements of upcoming topics and exciting guest interviews. Bye for now.